Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. This Supreme Court term includes more controversial cases than in prior terms, and cases testing the bounds of presidential powers may be added to the docket. The court has already heard oral arguments in cases involving LGBT rights, DACA, and the Clean Water Act. Here with a look at some other hot-button cases coming up is Bloomberg News Supreme Court reporter Greg Storr. Greg, let's start with one of the most controversial topics, abortion. Tell us about the case the court is going to hear. It will be the first real sign of how aggressive the Roberts Court wants to be in terms of rolling back abortion rights. This is a case involving hospital admitting privileges, a requirement in Louisiana that doctors have those if they're going to perform abortions. The Supreme Court struck down a couple years ago a very similar law in Texas, but that was before the composition of the court change, before Brett Kavanaugh replaced Anthony Kennedy. And there's at least the possibility now that the Supreme Court will go the other way in the Louisiana law, in which case we will be able to say that the Roberts Court is going to allow more restrictions on abortion than the court had previously. Greg, there are a number of fetal heartbeat abortion bans tied up in lower courts in several states. And recently, a federal judge blocked an Alabama abortion ban that would have made the procedure a felony in nearly all cases. Is there any chance that the court might take up another abortion case this term? It seems very unlikely. There was another abortion case that was teed up for them to take this term if they wanted to, that they could have heard alongside the Louisiana case. That involves an Indiana law that requires women to wait 18 hours after they've had an ultrasound before they can get an abortion. Instead, the court decided it was going to hold that case until it decided the Louisiana case, or at least that's what it appears the court has done. So the indications are that the court is not especially eager to take up a lot of abortion cases and certainly not one that is as big as what you just described there, one that would call into question the core abortion right and the Roe v. Wade and Casey rulings that said that the Constitution does protect abortion rights. Now, the court is going to hear its first Second Amendment case since it threw out a Chicago handgun ban in 2010. It it seems as if the justices, or at least some of them, really wanted to hear this case since New York argued it was moot. Yeah, this is a New York set of restrictions on where you can take your licensed handgun, even if it's unloaded and locked. New York City has barred people from taking that anywhere except to a licensed shooting range within the city. And some people sued saying, hey, we want to be able to take our gun to a shooting range outside the city. We want to take it to a second home somewhere else. The Supreme Court agreed to hear the case, and then the city changed its rules and is arguing the court should just dismiss the case because it's no longer a a live controversy. The court has refused so far to dismiss it. It said it will consider arguments about whether it should when it hears arguments in the case December 2nd. All indications are, though, that the court is probably going to issue a ruling. It could end up being a narrow ruling. This is a particular type of law, not one that is in effect elsewhere in the country. But because it's been so long since they've ruled on the Second Amendment, it could still be very important. Tuition at religious schools is going to come up, and that's always a controversial topic. 
It is. This is a case from Montana, and it's actually kind of kind of complicated. I'll, I'll try to make it as simple as I can. Montana has a program that allows tax credits for people who donate to organizations that give scholarships to private schools, and, and the controversy is over whether that money can be used at religious schools. Some parents sued, saying we ought to be able to use that money at religious schools. And what happened was the Montana Supreme Court looked at its own state constitution and said, our constitution bans that money from going to religious schools, so we're going to throw out the entire program. And now the Supreme Court has the case, and one of the big questions is whether Montana is violating the constitution with that provision in its state constitution, whether that discriminates against religion. If the court were to say that does discriminate against religion, it could have a very big effect on other states that have similar provisions in their constitution and are trying to limit public money going to religious organizations. The court has fairly recently said that it will take up a case involving the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, the consumer watchdog of the country. What's at stake there? Yeah, that in theory could abolish the entire CFPB. More likely what's really at stake is what the Trump administration is arguing, which is that the the director of the CFPB, who as it's originally set up, could only be fired for specified reasons for cause, according to the, the statute. The Trump administration wants the president to be able to fire the director for any reason. They argue that it was it's unconstitutional to violation of separation of powers not to have that level of accountability. That's the sort of relatively narrow approach the Supreme Court, and John Roberts in particular, has taken in a variety of other contexts where they see a constitutional problem but try to fix it without throwing out an entire major statute that Congress has passed. That's what the Trump administration is asking him to do in this case. Will the court take up a case involving President Trump's accounting firm being required to turn over tax records? Because President Trump's attorney has said they're going to appeal the Second Circuit decision that the accounting firm has to turn over his financial records. Is the court likely to take that case? It's certainly possible. There's a lot that still remains to be seen. There is an agreement between New York officials and President Trump's attorneys that the state says it won't try to enforce the subpoena for a little while, giving the president time to ask the Supreme Court to review it. The Supreme Court undoubtedly will recognize that that case is more urgent than the average one, that that there needs to be some sort of resolution. On the other hand, it's entirely possible the court will, recognizing what a hot political case it is, you know, may not be eager to take it up, even though it is the president. It's him in his private capacity, and we don't yet know whether the Trump administration, the Justice Department, will also ask the Supreme Court to take it up. So there may be ways in which the the court can say, you know, we don't need to jump into the middle of this. It is more politically challenging than we want to get into right now, and so we just won't take it. It seems this term has more than the ordinary number of hot-button issues and cases, cases that involve controversies that the country is divided on. Does it seem to you as if this is a more controversial term than others? It does to a large degree. There are a couple cases that have been argued early in the term that add to that, a case involving whether federal job discrimination law covers LGBT employees, a case involving whether Donald Trump can rescind the DACA program, Deferred Deportation Program. Those are ones that the court 
could have taken up last term if it wanted to, but sort of kicked the can down the road to put him into this term. And then you add on top of it all the other cases we've been talking about. You know, even if the court likes to defer some hot button issues, sometimes it's really hard for them to do that. And it just so happens that this term, it seems to be an awful lot of them, many of them will be decided, you know, right in the middle of the presidential campaign, and that just can't be avoided. Thanks, Greg. That's Bloomberg News Supreme Court reporter Greg Storr. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg.